0: Okay, we are back. Um, We're back. We're We're back. back. We're back, we're back, we're back. And um, (laughs) we are Sidebar Josen. I'm Bree.
1: This is Steffi.
0: And we are recording in the car. Oh my God. (laughs) Nah, for real though, we are recording in the whip because um, our usual recording spot uh, was thumping and jumping because somebody was um doing something downstairs so and nothing and nothing nasty but people oh
1: my god
0: (laughs) but yeah we couldn't record in there with with the speakers and um yeah knocking and stuff like that so we are definitely recording in Duff's vehicle but today we're going to be covering um a topic that everybody seems to have been touching on um, on and off social media, on several podcasts. Uh, of course, you uh, guessed it—the um, Nipsey Hustle situation. But we're kind of gonna chat a little bit about the conspiracies side of things that have popped up, and other things that have come up a- after this tragedy. So, um, sit back, relax, um, adjust your bra straps. We Josin. So how are you doing today, Duff? I'm
1: do I'm doing very well. Okay. <laughs> what what? <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I was really loud for no reason. Uh, uh, it's for a reason. I'm actually very excited because I'm doing well in school in light of the recent events that have come to pass um in, in the rap game.
0: Yeah, um I too am doing um well mentally, physically spiritually I feel like I'm in a really good space so um, but, but yeah as far as what's been going on in the rap game um, so Sunday I was at the Pelicans game with yes. some friends and I think we were leaving and I saw it was probably towards the end of the game and I saw um, on Twitter that Nipsey Hussle had been shot right several times and I was like, oh, no, that's that's awful. Like, the, a couple of days ago, I was on YouTube, and I had just seen the um, GQ thing that he did with Lauren London, where they were doing, right. like, the couple's questions. And I'm just like, wow, that, ha-, like, just things can that happen fast. so fast. Yeah. And so... um I, I was thinking, well, gosh, I, I hope that he's going to be all right. I just had a feeling like he was going to be all right. Like, they didn't specify exactly, you know, they didn't say anything about his condition or anything. And then uh, me and my friends have gotten in the car, we're pulling off, and I open Twitter again to see if there's been any more updates. And the first thing I see is um, he was pronounced dead. And I, I literally, like, I dropped my phone. Like, I kind of, like, almost, like, tossed my phone away from me because I was so shocked. Mm-hmm. Like wow yeah wow
1: you know and i'm not i'm not a nipsey hustle fan i can't really say that i've listened to his music but would you consider yourself like a nipsey hustle fan
0: actually no because i was aware of who he was i knew he was a rapper yeah. i knew he he's from cali and i knew um that he was more so um he His status was uh, kind of like that underground, but really popping kind of person. So he wasn't an obscure artist yeah. per se, but he was also not, um, you know, up there as far as the who's who is in in the industry is it's like a people a lot of people knowing him right. um unless you were like a nipsey hustle fan like I, I it reminds me kind of like how chance the rapper was um extremely popular but he was not yet mainstream right. and nipsey hustle had just become or was on track to become more mainstream because he had recently been nominated for a grammy Right. Um, cause all of his other projects had been, uh, mixtapes. Right. And so then he had like a, a full album that, um, went up for, I think a Grammy l- either this year or last year. Um, but, um, yeah, no, I didn't really listen to his music. I know that, um, as far as my knowledge of who he was, like when he would pop up, I know it wasn't that long ago that there was some issues around some homophobic things that he had said. And I was just like, oh damn, that sucks ass but um yeah no it still was really shocking because it it never unless it's somebody that's like a horrible horrible person it's always going to be shocking and feel terrible to see that someone's life was taken away from them so abruptly and so in such a tragic and unexpected way apparently the nigga that shot him was somebody that he was familiar with and um before he had gone off to go and get the gun, like before he came back with the gun, he had shaken Nipsey Hussle's hand. Right. Um, I've just saw recently that um his brother was uh, who found him dying and and tried to resuscitate him with, with CPR and and how like it is, it's just
1: been it's been sad, man. Like that it is, that it is a really sad story. That was sad. And it's like, you don't like, like I said, I wasn't necessarily one of his fans. Like I didn't really know his music, but I did know of him from social media. Social media will give you kind of like this um, connection to people Mm -hmm. that you don't really know just through all of the images. And like you were saying, the images of him and Lauren, besides, you know, the interview with GQ, mm-hmm. images of them had been circulating. And so, oh, yeah. you know, it's a lot of his face that you that you would see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then besides that, like his, the way he was killed, um, and his death just hits home because it just reminds you of other rappers, like, you know, XXXTentacion had just got murdered, um, If You Wanna Go Nola, um what's his name guy killed here the rapper um it's slipping my mind right now but i know you're talking
0: about and that hit home for a lot of people as well
1: yeah
0: um like damn i'm sad that i can't remember his name but um yeah no, and uh forgive me but um i i didn't feel any type of way about xxx
1: well, uh, of Next. course, a lot of people didn't because of yeah. his history, but a lot of people just were like right into his into his music.
0: Sure. And I guess you can kind of and we'll touch on, on that as well, too, about how um, people are entitled to feel how they want to feel around these particular things. And so um, but but let's let's go to um, immediately after. Now. I saw that you know twitter had been jumping everybody's talking about what happened and people are starting to gather around the place that he was shot he was shot outside of his store
1: yeah
0: um and we'll you'll pull up some of the facts about what kind of um philanthropic work that nipsey has been doing and, and the kind of you know like um community building that he's been he had been doing yeah um in a moment but he you know he was shot outside of his store and people starting to gather and and of course you know like theories of what happened who could have done it and all that started to pop up faster than this i think this is the fastest i've ever seen a conspiracy pop up this was
1: that that shit was quick
0: that i mean because i i I was um talking to one of my friends and he I don't know, like, I, I, I haven't asked him yet, but the timing was just eerie, because he had just asked me about Dr., what are my thoughts on Dr. Sebi, and I shared those, and I'll share them here mm-hmm. um, momentarily. But um, we were just having that conversation, and I think moments later, like, I'd hopped on Twitter again just to see if there was more updates, and then I started seeing Dr. Sebby's. uh name popping up and and, and how there's supposed to be a documentary that was in production um about uh one of his court cases and how people have started to link that to why Nipsey Hussle had been shot mm-hmm. and so before we kind of really get into that let's talk about like i guess the positives and um just about Nipsey Hussle's contributions to his 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 community
1: okay cool so like one of the reasons why it's so easy to think that um he had actually there was like some conspiracy around him being killed was because um he had recently you know bought the strip mall where his you know store was so that he can develop Um, some different opportunities for black people there. Not only did he have his um, clothing store, his retail store, Mm -hmm. he was also um, making a co-working space in that um, strip mall and he also was starting a STEM program there. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, because of that because he grew up like in the area because a lot of people knew him, because he had been doing a lot of work in the area, people were just kind of like how could this have happened? Not only that, like the very next day he was scheduled to um, meet with the Department of you know the police to try to yeah. um, battle violence. Yeah, he
0: was supposed to meet with LAPD, and I think I don't know if Jay Z was supposed no, or I don't know if Jay Z's standing in for that meeting now or what, or somehow that that the connection there. But yeah, no, he was supposed to meet with LAPD to address um, the issues of police brutality mm-hmm. um, against young black men at at the hands of the LAPD. Um, so he seemed very invested in doing community work. And not just in one lane but several lanes like you were yeah. talking um he
1: bought shoes for kids yeah um he was known for that he repaved basketball courts um he provided jobs um mm-hmm. even shelter for homeless he paid for funerals he did a lot of you know different kind of like philanthropic things
0: right like his the the extent of his work I, i've feel you know, like we've just you know kind of brushed the surface of all of the things that he had been doing and you know coming from a background of you know a lower SES kind of upbringing and experiencing you know just a kind of like troubled life growing up in things as far as like being around gang violence and whatnot he saw a need and he was really trying to fulfill that need yeah and I think that um Despite the not so great things Like I mean we can't gloss over the fact That he did spout some pretty homophobic things And um, that was hurtful To a lot of um, GSM Gender and sexual minority people Particularly black people You know like to see that kind of stuff It always is But um, even even with that He still exhibited a lot of just great qualities and he his life was just snatched from him before he had an opportunity to even continue to grow in the areas where he may not have been as informed and he could have done great things and just to think that somebody was so pissed and petty that that you just gonna you know like just shoot this dude like mm-hmm. for real but i mean apparently the people aren't buying That this was just some dispute and someone um, acted, you know, with off their toxic masculinity and decided to just, you know, murder him because of whatever ridiculous reason that they could possibly give that um, that man being Eric Holder, who is now currently being represented by um, his name is slipping my mind, but someone who was involved in the OJ case. Really? Yes. So if you want to pull that up in a second, that's that's interesting. But um he's he's entered a plea of not guilty. But um yeah, no, the conspiracy. So let's get into that now. So going back to the whole Doctor Sebi thing, um, go on Twitter. I'm looking and I'm seeing that people are now saying that because he was working on this documentary, um the government sent out basically they must have sent out some kind of military operative to to go and um take nipsey out and i say this in all seriousness no all jokes aside y'all gotta be fucking kidding me
1: girl
0: look look and i mean I will be the first to say that I understand why people do not trust our government. We have every right to be skeptics about any and everything that happens around black people in this country. Because America has a terrible history of doing us dirty over and over again. And we're not going to just... Just like forget that Cointelpro was a thing. Right.
1: So you know You know like Black Black Power was a thing at one point and it did challenge uh, you know, the government quite a bit. And so the FBI was seeking to dismantle some of those organizations.
0: Right. Like they really were trying to take out the Black Panthers. Assassinations
1: and what, did happen.
0: Yes. So like I understand, I get it. However, in this particular instance, I'm confused as to why people are so deeply buying into the idea that because a documentary about readily available information was about to come out that some higher up in the American government decided to send someone from the military out to the hoods of Cali, like where like in, in in Crenshaw?
1: Yeah.
0: Like Decided that we're going to send this person to um, assassinate Nipsey Hussle for a documentary. Like, I I don't know that people understand. I mean, I know people know that these systems are very intricate and they're pretty big. Like, these are entities that we can't even begin to, like, really understand the depth of their power and influence and how they manipulate things in the country. You think that a documentary about Dr. Sebi was going to be the thing that took down the fucking
1: pharmaceutical industry? No. That's not organized. No, no, like... That is just informational. Because the
0: thing is now that if that were the case, then Nick Cannon said that he was about to go ahead and finish up the documentary. Is Nick Cannon next? Because that would be that would be my line of thinking is that if it's just about this documentary that Nick Cannon's head is on the line and somebody needs to go and uh, make sure that he is wrapped up in the armor of God because the government's coming up to him next. Right. Like like, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. And I'm worried about my people. (laughs) I'm, 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 I'm worried. I'm deeply concerned at how we consume information and let our skepticism and cynicism, which is, again, it, it it's warranted yeah. but how we allow that to let us just consume any kind of information that just seems right or feels right and we run with that shit
1: yeah and it not to go off on like a too far of a tangent but just to just a little sidebar here mm-hmm. it just speaks to like how powerless do people really feel that powerless in this united states where they think that just something so simple will get them killed By the government, will get them targeted and killed by the government. Something that simple, something that's not organized, something where, you know, a person is not trying to galvanize a large group of people, just something where someone just wants to release information. See, that everyone is privy to.
0: I think that that's the thing that people are buying into, though, is that they feel as though this was supposed to be some way to inform the masses. But again, I don't. Of what? About Dr. Seve's. um, Because if I'm not mistaken, it's not just a a documentary about him in general, but rather one that focuses specifically on one of the court cases um, in which he was um, being um, prosecuted because of his claims of of like how we practice medicine and 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 I mean I don't have that before me right now but yeah. um it was going to focus specifically on that case and I think that um again people have been grossly misinformed and also this is this is not a lot of people's fault because so let's let's say as far as winning a case yeah um when we talk about like language of how to describe like how like all right let all right let me back up so i think that the in a certain fields there's a lot of esoteric language that people have a general idea about but don't really understand like it's it's true meaning or something like that okay. so like for example for us um, when we talk about different disorders and we talk about say like bipolar disorder, people know like have know the term bipolar, but to you know for us, we understand it to be this, this, that, and the third this is what bipolar is, mm-hmm. but to others it's a colloquial term to describe having a badass attitude right basically, and it's like no, that's not what that means so like in this case when people like when someone doesn't go to jail. They think and they say they're um, acquitted or there's a mistrial or something like that. Everybody just says, oh, they won. And it's like, well, no, they didn't win that. Like you did you weren't declared like innocent or something like that. No, that something just, you know, charges were dropped or something like that. And so in this case, um, it wasn't that he had won the case per se. And before I misspeak, I'm gonna let you pull that up. Again, but he didn't win the case. And so I think that while people are really well-intentioned in their efforts to try and, like, defend people who are, who, you know, are very pro-black and Dr. Sebi, um, I don't want to discredit his work because I'm I'm not uh, necessarily um, understanding or I'd really get everything that he does, but I know that his whole uh, approach to holistic healing and healthy plant-based diets and medication and things like that, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Before we had all of these medications, we had natural routes to healing. And so, Mm -hmm. by all means, pursue the natural route, you know? But, um...
1: Right. So, Dr. Sebi um, was ordered to court. Let's see when this was. This was... 30 years well first 30 years ago in 1987 okay um he had a lot of ads that he put up and it was ordered that he permanent permanently disengage from any fraudulent or deceptive or illegal acts of practice he was claiming um basically in writing through his ads that he could cure, or mitigate, or in any way relieve, or alter the course of, you know, several diseases: AIDS, herpes, leukemia, sickle cell anemia, et cetera, et cetera. And he was distributing and publishing these advertisements, um, with these claims. Mm-hmm. And so, though that's basically what he was brought to court for for making fraudulent claims. Um, the reason that Doctor Sibby was able to I wouldn't necessarily say get off, but the reason why he was able to battle those claims were because... can
0: refute those. Refute yeah. those
1: claims was because he um, had a representative from um, fig tree pr- products mm-hmm. who had, no, Lancaster lab- Laboratories. Okay. Um, who had tested a lot of his, you know, his, his treatments. Um, and from those testing those trials mm-hmm. um, he was able to say that the samples were demonstrating some accuracy um etc
0: okay so i think cuz it was the order was that he not use specific language around like being right. able to cure right and so that doesn't necessarily mean that like the case was one It was just that, you know, he was saying he could cure or he was saying that now he has to just change the language. And so, yeah, no, again, not saying that what he has been putting out was not efficacious in some kind of way that it didn't help people and and whatnot. But you're talking about serious, serious diseases. And again, I understand why people are hesitant to... uh, stand by our medical system because there have been atrocious like we have a, a like a pretty bad um history with them from the air, from ranging from the areas of the studies of gynecology to the Des- mm-hmm. Tuskegee experiments like it's it's um it's terrible uh it's just terrible you know like I get it but you can't i don't know that you can discount the entire and all like all of the advances that we made in medicine and whatnot I mean you, you do you distrust um all of the good things I mean like it's it's really it's really hard for me to to kind of get behind the whole everything is a scheme and everything is a scam when you you know you yourself have may have benefited from the healthcare system um mm-hmm. uh, you have a loved one who's been from the healthcare system like my mother may not have been here today had there not been you know like um advances in medicine to address or like surgeries and things like catching breast cancer early enough to you nip that in the butt and all that kind of stuff like I can be a skeptic but I also have to give credit to where it's due people live longer now because we've made strides in um our understanding of the human body and human diseases how they come about and how we can treat them your skepticism about all of that again is fine but to to really just throw it all to the wind because you don't you because you don't trust them is just odd to me so that aside
1: okay more news though more news oh
0: more news okay
1: um it was actually stated that the judge asked dr sebi to bring in a patient who could testify that he had cured them Mm -hmm. and he reportedly provided 70 patients who stated that they were cured okay which allowed him to win the case
0: okay which one is that that second one
1: that was the first case that was the
0: first one okay Cured them of what though? And this is not a and like that's a, not there. a skeptic question. That's yeah. that's a uh, because cured of cured of AIDS. Like if I mean, there's it's one thing to to be in a healthy state,
1: yeah,
0: and still have AIDS. Like like a lot of people right now are living with HIV AIDS right now because they are taking the proper medication. They're living health like as healthy as healthy as you know they can be lives you know like they're functioning just as everyone else is um so
1: and maybe that's something but that, they still have hiv maybe that's some of the things that you know in the documentary documentary nipsey wanted to bring the light okay like which diseases right because it doesn't necessarily say aids it doesn't necessarily say anything it just right. says 70 people came forward and said that they were not only treated but cured okay of what we don't know
0: See, and that's the thing that it's just kind of like, I feel as though the information sometimes isn't clear. So if I misspoke earlier about him not winning a case, I'm thinking going back to things that I've read where people were talking about another specific case in which the charges, I think, weren't necessarily dismissed. Mm-hmm. But it was something else. And I have to have that in front of me. But all in all, like I, I feel really uncomfortable with the idea that um, so much information is floating around, and so much of it is like really incor is really incorrect. And so, like with the cases, with the stuff about the cases, the things that I was um reading was coming from um people posting of uh, uh, different documents from the like actual court documents and things, and kind of yeah. glancing over those and whatnot, and saying, okay, well, see, this is what people need to be reading, not just going off like a. a the tweet a tweet and just taking the word for but looking at the court documents or reading an article about it and stuff and so not only that but there's another thing about going back to the shooting of of nipsey Hussle.
1: yeah
0: um people talking about how his how he was shot being like execution style um the particular um a particular way that someone shot and I forgot what that was called too. I'm just really fucking it up as far as remembering shit today like
1: Ex- executionary style. Basically like military like a military's yeah, but there
0: is a it's a certain type of um thing and I forgot it was named after a country, but it's a particular way in which you shoot that's meant to eliminate your target. And so they were saying okay. that so so many body shots and so many headshots. Oh well this is just an example of one of the things that they learn in the um American army or whatever like that to to um execute people, to shoot people. And like people just it took like a flame. Like people were just running with that shit. And then I started seeing people who were um in the military, like um people who are army veterans, active and um retired. Saying that wait, pause, hold on, pump your brakes now. Someone who's actually been in the army. No, that is incorrect. That is <laughs> we do not learn that. Why will we waste that many bullets? You are um saying wrong things. And I'm just like it's it's, it's once something starts to travel, like once some retweets start hitting and you get past 100, 200, like, you start getting into the thousands and things, it's so hard to go back and backtrack because the, the true information isn't keeping up with the speed of the incorrect information, and then you have people that are really just, like, all in to the incorrect information, and you can't tell them shit about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so... I think that another part of this whole conspiracy thing that's really troubling is the 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 idea that once you once you're in, like there's there's no pulling you out because you really believe it wholeheartedly. There is no fact, no article, no book, nothing that no one can present to you that you will not try and pick apart and you know discredit in order to maintain your belief in it's something in. it's so easy it to really is. it's so easy to it, it it's 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 rough it's it's rough and i'm just it makes me really sad though because right now nipsey hustles family is mourning like in the center of all this is a man's family who is lost they've lost a um a partner a father a son a cousin a sibling, you know, like and it's important a mentor to pay, It's
1: important to pay attention to the real reasons why. And it's important to really make not not make light of, that's what I would say, not make light of the issues that are actually facing our black community and that are actually putting black men and if they want to even talk about our black leaders, black male leaders in harm in danger and at risk for extinction even if you want to go so far it's the issues that we have in our communities with gun violence
0: sure and i mean like that's that's the thing that that just is, is so important is that you know like in the midst of all of these wild ass conspiracies and and people just saying any and everything and i also again just gonna say too like if i'm I started on a roll here talking about like that court case thought thinking that I'd maybe read the read something correctly, and if I read something incorrectly, I can accept that and be like yo i I misspoke but um the the fact that there's a lot of people now just so head like fucking neck deep into this um foolishness and stuff like that, and we're forgetting to really kind of first and foremost just maybe draw it back a little bit because um you know as, outside of the famous people that you may know that's connected to him there's other people that could be on the internet that's looking at all of this craziness and shit mm-hmm. um like maybe i don't know but i know it can't happen but like and then you're right like you're right like the whole issue of gun violence in the community why couldn't it have just been somebody a hating ass nigga that shot and
1: niggas kill people all the time right young so like, greatness is his name
0: young oh yeah the rapper R. 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 from new, young new orleans greatness. Yeah, young greatness um but um yeah like a hating ass nigga yeah that's like that's that's what this sounds like this doesn't sound like some big government conspiracy to um stop nipsey hustle from revealing um the truth about dr sebi which again if you just go to google and you just sit there, you take the time to read reliable sources, I'm sure that everything you need to know is right there. And if that's the case, you know how many other people, like how many people have been, are on their way to being offed if they aren't offed already behind, like something Dr. Sebi related? I saw y'all try to drag left eye into this and say that she was also assassinated by the government because, uh, you know, like somebody, the car crash was orchestrated by... By by the United States government, like okay, all right, I'm done. but <laughs> but anyway, yeah, like but these are real people, real lives lost, real people hurt, real people dealing with something that is is horrendously tragic and traumatic, and people are out here really just blowing it for me as far as like thinking about like. This whole conspiracy thing And so yeah No we have to talk about the fact That gun violence is still A really big issue In a lot of places And oftentimes It ties back to Some toxic masculinity shit Where your ego is Is so fragile That the slightest slight Can send you over the edge So much so that you're willing To murder someone behind it
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And ruin not only their life or take away their life and ruin the lives of those who are close to them,
1: Girl, this but ruin me. your
0: own life.
1: I'm still over here looking at all of the uh, Alfredo Bowman, a.k.a. Dr. Sebi. Oh, yeah. And, and Court cases, there's more. See, and that's the thing. I was like, Alfredo I knew... Bowman. I knew I read something else. And Dr. Sebi LLC versus Michael Jackson.
0: Oh, my. Oh, okay. Well, all right. See, and again... Just if you do your Googles, if you read, there's a lot of stuff that's available on the internet. So you have to really think are you going to get shot by some secret servicemen um, who, you know, behind you being able to access something? And I mean, because hell, we all have iMovie on our phones now. We could all go make a documentary about Dr. Sebi. Is uh, somebody going to come knocking at my door with an AK? Tomorrow? <laughs> Tonight? Like what is I mean is in I like cause I my thing because is like,
1: I I would say that if you begin to look up certain things, there mm-hmm. are some keywords that may get you surveilled.
0: Sure, because when you think about Black Lives Matter, there are several bum just like um prominent activists who have died recently and also people who have been (laughs) you girl like i mean just in in atlanta some of the police it's like the police in atlanta just shot an activist guy and i don't i haven't gotten the full story on it because i just saw it before we started recording but i i am right there with you and being like yo something doesn't feel right about that shit but that makes more sense to me like people you know with with black lives matter and people being surveilled and that kind of stuff because of the momentum of that movement and how you know like galvanizing all of these black people to really rage against the system you know invokes the same kind of um fear in the american government that was there when the black panthers uh came on the scene and the black power movement really started to pick up And they, you know, that, that, I can see those uh, parallels, but this right here, this Mm. doesn't, there's too many plot holes in this to make sense that somebody like Donald Trump or whatever like that ordered a hit on Nipsey Hussle, you know, like, or somebody who's connected to the big pharma, like big pharma is called big pharma for a reason. If they were, if Dr. Sebi was going to take down big pharma, Big Pharma would have been down by now. Big Pharma would have been shook by now. Big Pharma has not been shaken yet. They just got one company. I forgot which one it was. Again, slipping. I should have notes Tell in front me of me. More. But they just got them to. There's a, a payout for their contribution to the opioid crisis. Yeah. You know, like. But there, it's just money, it's just coins. You Purdue just. Do
1: Pharma and Stackler's Reach. That one. 270 million settlement.
0: Right. And I'm just like. You know, sure settlement, yes, power to the people. You know, socket it to them, but big farm is still big. Yeah. big farm is still big, and this wasn't going to even put a dent in the in the in that industry. You know, like there's a lot going on that needs to be done in order to really take down these pharmaceutical companies um and all that and we can get into a conversation too about how like is it just big pharma is just pushing the pills like or how what medications are helpful how is it not just the medications themselves but how they're distributed how we talk about medication how we treat people with with certain issues and things like like it's 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 bigger than than this you have to look at all the fucking moving parts you mm-hmm. you can't just run with Something like like they a, a documentary was was going to re, i don't I'm talking in circles, we've hit this point already,
1: anything left <laughs> I mean, you at, that a documentary won't do it
0: at this point, I'm thinking that we really just have to be mindful of how we consume information, yeah, being open to being corrected when our information is wrong,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and moving accordingly so that we can be informed people and make good judgments on things because at the end of the day when all this stuff is pushed aside we've lost a member of our community our larger community that was trying to make a difference Yeah, and if we ignore what was more likely the cause of that we right. do ourselves a disservice. A
1: huge disservice. Because it's easier for us to think that it's this larger power that we mm-hmm. can't battle by ourselves. We, have to, we would have to be so organized and we would have to have such a force to battle instead of thinking about what's right in front of our faces Mm -hmm. and what we can actually do something about even as an individual or as a small collective or community Mm -hmm. right now which is battling the issue of gun violence Mm -hmm. in our neighborhoods and that's just one yeah, that's just this one is a, this is a system of things that needs to be addressed, right. but that's we, just one.
0: We need to talk about access to, to weapons and our like our community and just like it's it's There's a lot of things. It's Opportunity of things.
1: in our community.
0: Right. I mean, um the
1: culture of like you
0: said, toxic
1: masculinity.
0: Right. Like being so vulnerable to, to someone pissing you off to the point of you wanting to pick up a gun and in their life is just that that's a scary weakness to have. And a lot of people have it. That's why we keep turning on the news and seeing niggas getting shot every other day because we got some men there who got like their trigger finger is, or they, they just the the trigger button rather is just too easy to tap. So that's an issue. We got to talk about um, crisis intervention and de-escalation and all kinds of stuff yeah but this right here this whole this 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 thing that y'all running with right now i need y'all to pump your brakes pause and and really think use every critical thinking skill that you can muster like and put it together think oh no we think we are not pointing at my we are not quoting robert
1: I'm sorry. Those jokes were too good to pass
0: up. I mean, I saw the memes. Use, use your brain. Somebody put like a little Kente cloth hat on top of his head and have been spread- they've been <laughs> spreading that around. Like like that's like how the people... are
1: learning. I cannot.
0: That's what the people are looking like right now. But, but I mean, all in all, I think that the people who are listening to our podcast right now probably... Uh we have a variety of folks with a variety of opinions. So feel free to share with us what you think of what we've talked about today on our Twitter. And um why don't we go ahead and take a break. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. R.I.P. R.I.P. And um we'll be back. Okay. So before we get into the social media stuff, yeah. I actually forgot to, because I said I would touch on it really quick, and I did want to hit this point um, as far as people being entitled to feel how they want to feel. So really briefly, just again, if you, I'm not saying to be callous, because some people have been really kind of like just really tasteless in their response to not feeling anything for for Nipsey Hussle because of his homophobic comments. Um, so you don't have to be an asshole about it, but people are entitled to not feel anything right now. It doesn't mean that they're a bad person, but you have to think about the fact that like homophobic, transphobic biphobic all of these these comments are not just you know like. For laughs and jokes, these comments fuel something extremely dangerous. We just had another trans woman that was murdered last week. Oh wow! And another black trans woman. Is, and rest yeah. in power to her.
1: These numbers are. Uh, it's 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 scary.
0: Yes, yeah, staggering it's, a little bit. It's 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 terrifying, and so you have to think that. In your privilege as a straight person, to you, it may not seem like it's a really big deal. But to the people who can suffer at the hands of those who will take those words and turn them into action, you cannot be angry at them for not feeling anything for someone who has such, like who had demonstrated a disregard for for their existence. And not saying, that, oh, he hated gay people, but he definitely spouted a lot of the same kind of homophobic rhetoric um, that a lot of people say, and, and it is problematic, and so, you know, again, still R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle, and I, I hope that he rests in power, he's a great person, um, and I, I feel, I feel for him, I really do, but it, it does sad me anytime I hear those kinds of things, and I am not going to look to my LGBTQ sisters, brothers and sisters and expect them to feel that same sense of loss that I have felt, um, for someone who, um, can, you know, kind of, at at a, at a point in his life um added to the voices of you know like kind of dissent about their the like their life and liberty
1: yeah
0: so that was i just wanted to put that out there and um well said yeah so on to the stuff that's not as somber
1: that's all. Um, in other uh, conspiracy theory. Oh God, news, there's more
0: conspiracy.
1: Um, Rachel Dolezal. No, no. Nope. <laughs> we do not speak her name. She dodged charges that she faced for welfare, welfare fraud.
0: Oh, did she now?
1: Um, ah. In court. And she had to pay $8,847 in fines. And she had to do 120 hours of community service um she wore her nubian princess braids to the court hearing of course she did and um she will continue to be fraudulent the
0: thing does she have eight thousand dollars because when sis was doing her well not sis but you like when she was doing her documentary she was definitely talking about how she was riding the struggle bus and she has yet to get off because we have essentially ruined her life by um telling the world that rather than her name being um Rakia, it's Rebecca. So you know like well, I
1: I would just say that <laughs> Rebecca at least has a hundred dollars because these braids are fresh.
0: She braids her own hair
1: which will explain why her edges are gone
0: she braids she is she oh gosh you have to see that clip of her removing the braids because sis was cutting them way up and it was just like <laughs> my I girl sis,
1: what sis are you doing way up. like she was cutting <laughs> her
0: own hair i'm sure and i'm just like see this is this you couldn't what is wrong with you? But again, she is a white woman trying to cosplay as a black woman and I have very very little sympathy for her at all. I feel more so for her kids who have to deal with the bullshit that has come into their lives because of their mother's actions. Girl. And it's it's really like when your mom has such a when your mom is that fucked up in the head and I hate to say that as a mental health professional and training but like I mean to to Rachel Rachel is something's going on and it's just like I don't understand how someone who was lily white parents lily white Mm -hmm. everybody in your circle is caucasian as it comes and at some point in your life you decided that you also had roots in west africa and something just happened along the line where maybe they had just like got lost in the sauce and so you threw on a kinky wig and said well let me go back and reclaim my black identity i'm confused how that how you even made that leap like, this lady really tanned her skin, threw on a wet and wavy 27 piece. Well, no, she didn't have a 27 piece on. She had a Beauty Supply, like, curly, kinky curly wig on her head. Beauty
1: Supply, crackly, kinky curly it wig. It was probably... I, it looked synthetic. And <laughs> she...
0: Really had the world believing that she was out here just a light skinned black woman trying to live her best life and her parents said, Oh, but wait, there's more
1: So I'm not about to play with Rachel today. Oh uh, yeah, Rachel's weird. Um in what, more what else we got? This one's more of a stretch, but in more conspiracy news where black men tend to think that all black women are gold diggers, our girl Amber Rose That's a conspiracy? No. Our girl Amber Rose is pregnant. Oh yeah! But what? it's who she's pregnant by that ties it into our conspiracy. Wait, what's the conspiracy? That all black women are gold diggers. That's the conspiracy. All right, so she is pregnant by Def Jam Records A and R Department President.
0: Oh, congrats, Queen
1: Alexander
0: Edwards. Yeah, so she's having a little boy, and um. His caption was funny, but then it went left when he said, I wouldn't be upset if your first words were like, Where the bitch is at? And I was like, Niggas,
1: niggas. See what I'm
0: saying? (laughs) Niggas. Like, yo, what do you, what? So, I mean, hopefully he's a better human being than, than that caption kind of display but i mean otherwise he was saying how happy he was and how he's just so excited to you know become a a father i don't know if it's again or if this is his first but um yeah no congrats to amber and um a.e i don't know what the a.e stands for but
1: Alexander edwards Edwards? oh you
0: did say that just now
1: And so I guess she would be soon to be Amber Edwards, possibly.
0: Oh, don't jump the gun (laughs) now.
1: We'll see.
0: We'll see. I don't know how. I didn't even realize that she was in. (laughs) That she had moved on to someone else. I thought she was dating somebody else, and then I saw this, and I was like, "Oh wow, that um, that they kept that under wraps." Gold
1: digger, moving right along.
0: But she, I don't think she's a gold because Amber has established herself pretty pretty well like she's she's
1: made she her has.
0: her coin I mean she gets Fashion Nova money so you know that that is guaranteed bank oh Steven ass Fashion Nova but hey, um
1: hey. Huh, tell me more
0: they, um, they've been in a lot of uh, hot water about snatching fa- like designers fashions like just spotting something on Instagram and recreating it does for a does not everybody price. do
1: that it's, I'm just wondering. It's one
0: thing to like kind of be inspired by something. It's another thing to just snatch it just verbatim.
1: Like they went and got the up and down.
0: Patch. Like, for example, like I have a designer dressed um, by Bao, um and God forgive me for. Mispronouncing her last name, if I'm saying it wrong, but Tranchi or Tranchi. Okay.
1: Um. But I have Your secret life as a I baller. am
0: I am not a baller nor am I a shot caller. But I am aspiring to be the baddest bitch that I can be for me. <laughs> so um, I bought this dress and I bought it from the actual designer. Um, it was a dress that J Lo wore for her um, forty seventh birthday and and Jada Pinkett wore it in Girls Trip. And I said, oh yeah, gotta have that. And so I got, I copped it or whatever. And then, um, so I haven't worn it yet, but mm-hmm. I follow the designer on, I follow the brands on Instagram and I saw not too long ago, she had posted about Fashion Nova biting her dress. It's a geometrics dress or something like that. Mm-hmm. And if you, in, on Fashion Nova's website, when it was there, it was a dead ringer for the dress. They made, they, like, they snatched her design, like, two designs, just, like, you can't even say it was inspired by. It is the dress, the dress, same dress. So I was like, yo, and that's not the first time, nor will it probably be the last that Fashion Nova does that shit. And, I mean, there's such a giant right now that it's... So imagine being a smaller brand and trying to battle fashion over for your for your intellectual property.
1: Yeah. And your
0: designs and things that you may not have necessarily been able to copyright or trademark or, you know, legally protect. Straight. Yeah you've got to be so careful and you like they don't have legal teams like a lot of these little small brands don't have somebody ready on hand to back them up when they see their hard work on fashion nova's website
1: that's kind of sad
0: so yeah but that's 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 a whole nother topic for a whole nother day jackie Ina has a good video on her relationship with fashion nova on youtube uh right now but um yeah, no, Um, uh, shout out to Amber Rose for carrying another bun. Sebastian is absolutely adorable. I, I hope to have a, an adorable son or daughter. Just a well-rounded kid who also likes, you know, pop and rock and listens to whatever. Gosh, I hope to have a, a, a kid with a dad like Wiz Khalifa. Have you ever seen their little videos? I
1: have not. Tell me more.
0: Wiz Khalifa is like, seems like just if I were to imagine how I would want a man to father my my son or daughter
1: yeah
0: it would be that way it would be you know just like nurturing and caring but not in the oh I'm a manly man so I gotta do this like the man way but just like his emotional intelligence is just seems to be through the fucking roof and mm-hmm. you got to watch this like there's this really cute video of him talking to um Sebastian. he's brushing his hair yeah and like he like Sebastian was saying something about how it was like something was bothering him or something and just the way he communicated to him about okay so we're not gonna you know like listen like we're gonna calm down and we're going to talk about it and like we're going like just the way he yeah. did it and I was just like round of applause sir more, more of this.
1: Give me more. More of give this. More. So
0: yeah, no, that he he seems like an excellent father. He and Amber seem like they have a really great co-parenting relationship. And I know celebrities only give us a glimpse of their lives, and so I'm just speaking strictly off of what they've shown us. But everything seems to be so copacetic on that end. And um, more power to him. Um, what else is going on in the world? That's all I have. Um, For now uh we kind of mentioned it before but the attorney that's representing the man who shot nipsey hustle um oh, and right. his ties to the oj case i don't know if he was was he i've said i don't know so many times on this show and i am embarrassed because i normally
1: feel like i have everything normally she's on it so christopher D- darden i was about to say duncan oh that's not him christopher darden is the former city prosecutor from the oj simpson oh yeah, yeah in the yeah. mid-1990s
0: because so people are just like first and foremost how could he afford him um and then it was like yeah they were saying how he had lost so yeah no because um johnny cochran is who represented oj i don't know who was right. all on uh i know um robert kardashian was also on oj's team that's how we got introduced to the Kardashian clan. Right. So, um, yeah, um, they, they're saying that from what I kind of picked up on was that the way he, the, the route of defense is, there still has was not much clarity on the identity of the shooter as far as, like, the video mm-hmm. that was available. Like, you couldn't clearly see, you see it's the person who shot him, but can you see that it's Eric Holder? Not quite.
1: I did not watch that video.
0: Oh, I didn't watch the video like it's just this little clip. S- sidebar again. Um, people who were sharing videos of Nipsey Hustle's last moments, weird. Stop that. Stop that weird ass shit. That is really just fucking weird. Like I understand that in this day and age of social media. And getting information out and stuff traveling fast and wanting to be in the know and being real time and all that kind of stuff. People are just feeling like... And we've also been really desensitized desensitized to watching people die on camera. Yeah. Um, that part. Sure. All right. Still weird. I don't want to ever become so immune to that kind of stuff that I can just share without second thoughts the last moments of someone's life. And I had to really think about that, too, when we were at, like, the height of um, the, like, police shootings and things. And, like, we were sharing, uh, like, with Eric Garner, uh, we shared uh, the video of Walter Scott. And, you know, it was just, like, I guess to show people just how blatant these police officers were in their... um, you know their actions and and whatnot, but I had to come to a point where I was just like, "This is even right now in sharing to understand the purpose of sharing." Is, but this is fucking traumatic. Like I'm feel like this is wearing me down. So I got to a point where I don't even want to watch them. Like I think the last thing I'd ever seen out and. I don't think I even watched it all the way through, like with Alton Sterling. Yeah, I, I, I had to. I, I, I saw him on the ground, I, and I, and I couldn't. Yeah, and I couldn't, and I, because I knew what was happening. I knew what was coming next. I, I didn't want to like share it anymore. Like I, it, it just, I didn't. I couldn't. And so I think that we have to really, really. Trigger warnings are are a real thing. I mean, I know people feel like we're in, like, this PC culture where everybody's sensitive about everything. But dead ass, we have to really be thoughtful about what kind of stuff that we keep taking in. And watching people die on camera over and over and over again is not good for your mental health. It is not. All right. I'm off my soapbox.
1: All right. We have that.
0: So, um, any good news? Um, The Millennium Tour will be here. Um, in two weeks, I will be sitting um, in the Lakefront Arena watching B2K um, sing their greatest hits. Um, also watching Lloyd's Fine Ass. I don't care what nobody say. That- sing me a song. Why are you insisting From that... B2K, please you know will be too k I
1: like requesting songs i'd like to hear and
0: one. i will not is, it,
1: is one of them baby turn around and yes let me see that sexy body go bump, bump and you um know, was spectacular um naked during one of his shows so somebody posted around, a, a video around his pubic area yeah. let's not act
0: like pretty ricky wasn't on some shit when they were on in their prime so i wouldn't be surprised if that young man was out there Looking i mean like a
1: teenager spectacular
0: will go down in history as on well no maybe that won't go down in history but if you're old enough to remember when spectacular was in that video in that red um bikini bottom
1: <laughs> like that them red briefs i did not follow them i did not know that rolling that and sense. riding and so riding and rolling
0: wow girl B b2k and pretty ricky will specifically talking about pretty ricky they were they they that was an error in which i don't know if you remember these days but when youtube was in its infancy and people were posting videos in on MySpace too, really. People posting videos of themselves like hip rolling and dancing and like niggas just humping on couches and shit. And that was used to drive the teen girls crazy. And we have since passed that time. I'm so glad our God is a mighty God, He is a deliverer. Because <laughs> um, if you go back and look at some of that go back go back and see the girl i mean just just a group of young men three young men in in the living room just everybody humping on chairs and tables and the, the the girls loved it and i mean hey you know what every every generation has their thing where they look back and they were like we were wrong <laughs> so it was just it's just weird now but um yeah no Pretty Ricky I'm excited to see what kind of show that they're gonna put on B2K I know they had some issues with Rasby and um his um his abuser being Chris Stokes being on the tour at some point him feeling uncomfortable Um, so hopefully Those issues have been resolved I hope that Rasby Actually at some point If he hasn't already Seeks mental health services To deal with that trauma Mm -hmm. Because if it's still affecting him in that way There's definitely still some stuff That he has to work through And I hope that he gets that help But otherwise, um Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to see the young men Who are now older men Um Shaking and gyrating on the stage. I did not get my baby fat velour suit, but I oh, baby fat's coming back.
1: I got an orange dicky dress you can wear if you want, girl. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna have to see. I am have to see
0: how the weather is popping because Louisiana weather has been weird. But um, yeah. So that's that's about it as far as social media stuff. I haven't really seen anything else um really going on. I don't know. So, I think we're going to wrap it up here because, um, it's late. Duff has places to be in the morning. I have places to be in the afternoon. And, um, we said this a couple episodes back, so we're going to be posting this soon. Um... We need to get you guys to fill out a survey. Answer us. It's a little brief survey, just to kind of get an idea of what you think of the show thus far, um, what you think of the content, and all that kind of stuff. We want to hear your feedback so that we can make this the best show that we can that it can be.
1: So and, look out for that. It'll be posted soon after the episode.
0: Yes. So if you don't follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Stuff, can you let the people know where they can find us?
1: Yes. Give me one second because our name is very complicated. It's 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 <laughs> when we made it we did Sidebar josen It's P S Y D. Yes. B-A-R underscore J O C I N. I always have to ask myself if there's like the apostrophes in our um uh-huh. in our ad, but that's not possible. Yeah, we can't add them on there. But say it one more time for the folks. P S Y D B A R underscore j o s e n J O C I N. Right. So follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. If there's something
0: about uh like an episode that's going to be late or posted uh different cuz as you are well aware at this point, I'm sure both Duffy and I are hard working grad students and um sometimes life so we have to switch things around. But, um, grad
1: school kicks our ass daily. Grad school kicks our ass daily. Grad school, grad
0: school, grad school, grad school, grad school, school kicks our ass. Oh, I see what key you're in now, and I I realized that I was not in line. It's all right, that's okay. I'm not a vocalist, that is not my calling. I'm not either. But anyway, we love y'all. Thanks for kicking it with us, and we hope that you enjoy this episode. We Josin, Josio, later.